The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hi. to episode 258 of the 365 Message Center Show. We are here to help you <laughs> prepare for change Prepare and to fix. do other stuff. Stay informed. And, and I go over there is Daryl the Man Webster. Hello, Daryl. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and that, 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 hang on. It's more like Dan the Man and Daryl is the service. But I don't know. I don't know what yeah, your nickname but, is. But I don't go by Dan. I so. just call you friend. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. Sweet. Everyone in you the, were in the saying... chat, everyone <clears throat> in the chat, please uh, also show some support here for Dan, Dan the friend. <laughs> so um, you were saying in the green room in the pre-show, mm. uh, talking about uh, this is the Ignite Hangover Week. The uh, Microsoft had their Ignite conference, although it was... Um, the abbreviated uh, in-person conference um, last week, mm -hmm. um, two days of hybrid learning. Um, they did well delivering the hybrid side of things. It looked quite interesting having different stage areas to talk with mm -hmm. people, and it felt very chatty fireside. Yeah. I've, I've heard some, I'll just say mixed feedback about okay. the in-person um, aspects of it. So I did not go in person. I was <coughs> in Branson, Missouri at the, um, North American collaboration summit. But, um, I, I got some interesting feedback from some people about the in-person aspects of it. Mm. So I hope that they will continue to revise and improve, uh, cause they've already announced it will be next year in November. Hmm. <laughs> again with two days again with two days so they they quite mm -hmm. like the the hybrid um uh, shortened version with some pre-recorded content some live content yeah. yeah well look i think um the other side of it daniel you you attended remotely but you were also with people in person mm -hmm. i attended via a watch party with a, a few of our friends and that was quite successful we had mm -hmm. a couple of nice long calls and discussed sessions as they were played through and presented and um, shared our thoughts and I, I felt that quite fulfilling so you can do it if you get ahead of if yourself you and organize it yeah yeah um, so Daniel, let's uh, make a start. Um, let's get on to the first message. I don't know if I can turn the screen on. Good man. For those people on the podcast, Daryl is having trouble clicking buttons. Um, <clears throat> our first message we're going to cover off is all about Storyline, announcing general availability of Storyline for Microsoft Viva Engage and Yammer. MC double four five two zero one. We had Dan Holm on the show a month or so back, uh, talking about this when it was announced, and uh, gave us a lot of details. So we won't rehash that, but just to say, it is available. Um, it is uh, interesting because in my uh, workspace, um, uh, it became available, but it's not going to turn up and show much unless people start using it, <laughs> and so. I've been an early adopter. Uh, I've followed a few people, and it's only when people start to post on their own storylines that you'll start to see the 
I think the little cards and ribbon and thread. But it will appear in um, the home feed if you are following people. And so you'll see the content mixed in there with other groups and communities that you belong to. Um, but yeah, Daniel, I think it's it's going to be useful if people start to use it. And I don't really have yeah. much more to say about it. No, it's just, you know, you definitely, others have to be using it, not just yeah. you. And um, my idea was if you want to roll this, you know, get usage and uh, adoption of this, and you have a champions program, you can use those champions, follow each other, post, and then they can show to their colleagues, this is how it works, and this is mm. what it looks like. Yep, good idea. Um, there's not really much to prepare, I think, because there were all these switches that were available for when it was in preview mode. Um, but you can turn it off if you don't want storyline, so that that's available to admins if uh, you want to do that. And, yeah, that's about it. We'll get on to the next message. Um, which is a doozy. It's actually worth a, a longer discussion, but we will try and keep it tight. Daniel. Announcing Microsoft Teams Premium, MC445406. This is part of uh, the Ignite announcements that Microsoft is building is building a new service or a new addition to the team service called teams premium and it will be um, really centered around meetings and additional features around meetings asterisks <laughs> what's that because i say asterisks because it's actually going to include some of the functionality we already have in teams they're going to pull it out of teams free <laughs> or teams that you get as part of your existing Microsoft 365 licensing, and you then will have to pay for it in Teams Premium. Um, this is going to happen in February. They're going to make it available then. So some of the um, <clears throat> existing features that um, you know we're, we're talking about here are listed live translated captions, custom together mode scenes, you know, where you can use the studio to create those. So uh, listing additional the timeline markers um, for when people join and leave meetings as well as um, virtual appointments where you can do things like get notifications and get analytics. So <clears throat> these features, and, and I'm sure there will be more added mm. on in the future, uh, will be coming to Teams Premium. But um, just I, this is interesting that there – I was trying to remember – was. Was there a time when we've seen this in Microsoft 365 where we had the functionality as part of a you know combo licensing or free mm -hmm. licensing and then they took it out to make it as part of a, an extra an add-on mm. um, and and the first thing that came to mind for me was connectors in the in the power platform there were some connectors that were standard and then they made them premium Um can you think of any kind of of any scenarios, you know, something like that? Um, um, well, uh, one of the features here that came to mind, which um, it was in classic stream, and that was when you would identify it would identify you as the speaker in your in your transcript, and so that is going to be part of premium as part of the timeline markers and and the like. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anything else, Daniel. Um, yeah. Can, but, yeah. So what do you think about this, about 
well, about the about the off, uh, offering itself, mm. but then about also removing features we already have, uh, making us pay for it. Yeah, uh, when that's been done in the past, usually it has been reasonably clear. Like you are, you can use this while it's in preview or um, currently, and eventually it will be a paid service. Um, that hasn't been clear. Excuse me around the translation, I think that's going to be the, the greatest one that's lamented by organisations who have uh, multilingual and um, workplaces. Um, I think, uh, I mean, there's other things here too. The, the confusing thing about this uh, is the message talks about existing features will move to Teams Premium translation, uh-huh, custom together mode, yep. Did we have already timeline markers showing us when we joined and left meetings? No. Were there virtual appointments? No. Um, so it starts to talk about features that are coming to premium. And there's a few more that were mentioned in, um, at Ignite, like one where <laughs> um, it, it listens, um, sorry, what is it called? Uh, intelligent meeting wrap up or something like that. And um, it'll recognize when someone has said an assigned a task to you by the language. I'm picking that's because of the transcription. And AI runs over it and will suggest that there's a task in the list there for you and it'll capture that and put it in what looks to be the the meeting note wrap up that, that was going to be powered by loop and OneNote. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think Daniel it what's what's hard to swallow, I think, and I just pick this in terms of the theme. The theme was do more with less at Ignite. And yet we see more of the pay more to do more. Right. Yeah. So oh. you got to expect it offering you yeah. value. <clears throat> I'll give a, I'll, I'll give a reaction to this message. <laughs> okay. Do that because, uh, and will you do it by email, Daniel? Yes, of course, because we have new reactions, right? We do. We do. Well, new reactions. We've had reactions for a little while. You use, um, Outlook on the web all the time, don't you? I do. Yeah. And so Outlook on the web has had this little thumb that you could click to say, a bit like mm -hmm. in Teams, yep, got that message, or I like that message. But do you ever wonder, like, who's receiving that? Do they see the, the likes? Yeah. And what's that experience look like and everything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, this uh, is going to be expanded upon. We're going to see the, the same kind of... Uh, span of uh, reactions um, so just for those in the podcast I'll just scroll down to take a look at the gif that's part of this message MC double four five four two three reactions to email messages you'll see the heart the celebrate the cry the wow and the sad um, emoticons and you can choose um, also um, tone skin tone um, which is cool too um, these will appear in your notifications feed for Outlook. Um, and before you worry about, well, okay, I don't use Outlook on the web, so where am I going to see that? Um, this is going to be in all the Outlooks, all the Outlooks, <laughs> uh, eventually, like uh, reasonably soon. iOS, Android, Outlook on the web, of course, Outlook for Mac, the new Outlook on the web, or sorry, the new Outlook for Windows, which is one Outlook. And uh, that, that'll be um, arriving and complete by late October. 
uh, and it'll come to classic Outlook for those who uh, just want to hold off all those other Outlook experiences on the desktop um, by late December. Uh, so Daniel, uh, look out for those reactions in your notifications. You know the little bell that's uh, right up there on the right-hand side, I think, for Outlook? Yeah. Yeah, and um, which is this is kind of interesting because I just read an article uh, yesterday, I think it was that, um, if you use the emoji heart emoji, mm-hmm. the thumbs up emoji, um, there's a few others, then you are showing that you're old. Apparently. Right. Yeah. So apparently, um, if you use those emojis, you're old. Okay. Um, so, so we're getting those additional old emojis in Outlook. It's great. Good old emojis. Classic emoji. Okay. Well, Daniel, um, I, I would like some insight from you on this next um, message. I'll give you some insights. Viva Insights will stop processing window, although it means windows, 10 or 11 activity history, MC445740. And so currently Viva Insights uses different inputs Um uh, to give indication of your activity. Mm. Are you working? Are you busy? Kind of activity. And one of those right now may surprise you is whether or not you're using the office apps in windows. And so, um, that is happening and it gives an indicator that signals happening well, you're, this is going to stop happening. Um, so just, you know, if you were worried about it or you didn't know about it, then don't worry about it. But um, this is uh, going to stop happening. You know, they're not going to use those indicators of your activity in Windows. Only uh, moving forward will be exchange email, uh, online email, um, and calendar, and then chat signal and call signals. So... Um, this will be um, rolling out early November, expected to be completed by late November. Um, Daryl, did you know this was happening? No. Any insights for activity in Windows? Yeah, and, you know, when you hear it, uh, it's it's like, oh, well, what are you getting signals and what kind of signals? Um, which app? What document name? Yeah, a lot. You'll get the fear mongers come in here and say, oh, look, see Microsoft, it's been spying on you again, again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because you could, you could opt in for this, right? And, um, and it's saying even if you've opted in on this, too bad. They're not going to do it anymore. <laughs> um, so it, there's some instructions on here on how you can figure out if it is currently doing it. But honestly, uh, why bother? Because they're going to stop keeping it and stop yeah, using it. I'm trying to measure this up with what I know within Insights, um, what it would contribute to. Because all the valuable stuff about how long you're working and who you're working with and who you're connecting with and all that, that's all email, calendar data, um, chats, you know, so uh, what? It's, uh, uh, I shared this document with Daniel, so it, uh, no, that can't be it either. It's, it's, is it open on Windows? That's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Are you working? 
maybe that's all. Maybe. So, mm. you know, speaking of, you know, collaborating on documents and sharing, mm. um, tell us about an update coming for sharing emails. Yeah, it's just a quick one, but it's a good one. Uh, I often look at emails that come in from no reply at sharepointonline.com and think, ah, that's nice. Yes, someone shared something with me. Wonderful. Um, but uh, they're going to be a, a bit more personalized because soon um, these emails will come from the person who actually shared the document with you if they have a mailbox. So uh, this is update to sharing emails, MC444990. And uh, Daniel, when I send something to you and share it, a document, uh, it'll come from Daryl at not no reply. It'll come from the domain name. So this will help to raise the trust level and potentially um, also help you to give more attention to that message because it's coming from someone you recognize rather than um, an automated service. Did I... I was just thinking about um, it could also help with your rules. If you set up a rule, email received from Daryl, send to trash, for instance. I'm not saying I would do that. I'm just saying if one had done that. Then I'm not going to share with you anymore. Then these sharing emails will go to trash as well. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just, that's just something to keep a tra you know, keep in mind. Um if you've done something like that, but yeah, but it does open up possibilities with rules, doesn't it? It does. I, I feel like it definitely is this trust, right? That it's not just anyone using the platform to share your content and therefore it could be still malicious. Mm. It is, <clears throat> you could trust who it's coming from. Mm. So, um, but yeah it does open up the possibility for rules because it's coming from a person now. Mm. Th these sorts of things also appear in that notification center that you, you talked about, we talked about earlier, uh, among other places where we get notifications. Right. Um, so yeah, we will, we'll be notified, but this is a good, good upgrade. Um, next up is something I That's didn't see coming, Daniel. Well, if you schedule a meeting with me uh, and pay me, I will tell you all about it. Announcing payments in Microsoft Teams, MC445767. And just like the title says, <laughs> you're going to be able to connect um, Teams, the, um, the payments app in Teams, to a service, you know, third-party service like PayPal or Stripe and get payments from people in the meeting. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> and this is rolling out. Um, it'll be available in the App Store November tw um, of this year in public preview. Um, you know, and I'm just thinking about sole proprietors, um, consulting, um, accountants like CPAs, you know, or um, a class Intro to Python is the example on that screenshot. Yeah. Right. So you can, right. So if someone, um, you know, you're, you're doing a service for somebody like that and you can request a payment, it's, it's going to be interesting to, while you sit there and wait and wait and wait to see if someone, you know, until everybody is paid before uh, you start or whatever. But um, 
it's there'll be some new etiquettes around this, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> well, it doesn't appear in the um, the lobby, so that's the first thing. Like um, there isn't like a page that says pay up and then and then come in. Um, yeah, like you say, it'll be how do we present that question in a a nice standard professional way and yeah. then manage whether or not people um, pay and whether they should be let out of the meeting. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, so I'd like to see, you know, maybe people, you can throw it in a chat, what you think um, some other, you know, reasons why people may use this service. Um, I'd like to see some of those ideas and um, it, it really does open up teams for several possibilities. Um, one-on-one tutoring, um, or one-to-many tutoring, or... Um, How about all of those people that have guitars on their walls could actually hold a concert that they could charge? There you for? go. There you go. Um, so it, <clears throat> it's interesting, hmm. uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, and then... Um, You'll send out emails, and when you're announcing, you know that you're going to do this, and mm. you misspelled something. Um, you know, it, it'd be great if you could actually recall it, even if someone's already read it. Oh, wow! Really? Mm -hmm. Recall it, oh, even <clears throat> after they've read it. Where is it? There yeah, it is. there it is. That would be great. There it is. Exchange message recall option to disable the recalling of read messages. That is the one, isn't it? Yeah, so maybe it just got updated. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, how many times have you used the recall feature and then it doesn't recall? And the joke has always been, oh, yeah, right, we get a message through to say that we only get it when, when you haven't read the message. This is classic recall. And then uh, you read that and you think, oh, I wonder why they've recalled it. So then you go to open it. Oh, that's why they recalled it. Okay, well, now it can't be recalled, can it? Um, but this <laughs> will actually, we'll actually recall the message even if it is read. So this is um, MC445411. Uh, it is message recall as it probably always should have been. Um, the... Yeah, it may cause confusion, um, as the message suggests that if someone's read it and then they come back and the message is no longer there because it has been recalled, um, perhaps they need to bring an edit message, like we saw edit tweet come in recently. Uh, maybe not. But um, if you don't want this ability, you can turn it off. PowerShell commands so that you know even when people read it, that uh, it will remain. If you want classic recall, <laughs> we attach those classic and modern yep. modern tags to everything. What do you think, Daniel? Is it, is it a, a good thing? You can also disable it in the Exchange Admin Center, too. Oh, okay. um, there's a simple checkbox. Um, <clears throat> I, I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, just know this doesn't work with anything outside of Exchange Online. So don't try to recall messages set to, you know, Outlook.com or, you know, any other Gmail. third party. Um, yeah, Yahoo. it just, it, it won't work. If you're still in using uh, Yahoo, um, <laughs> we need to talk. Um, 
No, I, I think it's a good thing, but you're right. It could cause some confusion. Hey, a message has been recalled that I've mm. already read and knew it was there and now it's not. Um, you know, mm. and it doesn't, it, it even it doesn't even have to be just because of misspelling or something. This could be, oops, I sent it to the wrong Daryl. Yeah. yeah. Or, the you know, the wrong group. Um, so. Hey, is, this is, uh, I guess I didn't read it closely enough, but is it only within your environment or is it across tenants as well? I don't know. Um, that'd be interesting uh, to to find message out. Message recall from from one organization to another, and both use an exchange online. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know. There's only, um, I mean, there's some um, indication that it's only for yours, but I don't know mm. if that's true because it says things like um, the ability to recall read messages for their entire organization. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. Well, uh, if you recall, Daniel, there was also one um, significant change at Microsoft Ignite for our space that we're interested in. Where was I going with that? Well, tell know. me about it. This is your message, man. I don't know what you're talking about. The Office <laughs> app is becoming the Microsoft 365 app. MC446132. And you you heard it right. Office app is becoming Microsoft 365 app. What's that mean, Daniel? I'm glad you asked um, because uh, I don't know what app is anymore. Mm. Yep. It's a very good point. Uh, it, it is. Uh, I know I'm talking to myself, but um, here, but it is a very good point. What is an app? Um, because everything is an app these days, but specifically what we're talking about here, um, well, two things. One is the web app and the other is mobile app. Mm. Um, so web app, uh, I you, I don't know about you, Daryl, or those out there listening or watching, but I use the office.com site a lot. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I go probably half the time whenever I'm wanting to do something. Um, I, in the browser, I'll open it up, go to office.com, make sure I'm authenticated and then launch from there, whether it's a document or launch an app. Yeah. So, and there we go saying an app again, but <laughs> that's getting renamed people. Um, it is now going to be Microsoft 365.com. Um, honestly, I'm not too excited about it just because, wow, that's a lot of typing. Um, why do I have to type out all of that? That's not very short. Um, but in mid 2023 office.com will redirect to Microsoft 365.com. So I guess you could still use office.com. It'll just redirect. Mm -hmm. So make sure, you know, that's if there's, you have some aggressive URL blocking or whatever, make sure that domain name is not blocked in your organization. And then they're also going to be renaming the mobile apps um, for iOS and Android. And they'll be seeing, you'll be starting to see that um, messaging happening about the upcoming change starting pretty soon next month. And then in January 2023, they'll automatically update. Um, I, I don't know how I feel too much about this other than... Uh, I don't know. Is this just branding? 
Um, hmm. I don't know. The it feels like getting rid of the um, one of, if not the number one brand Microsoft has, which is Office. Um, it's just really weird. Now there's some additional new features and stuff down there, but I'm not going to talk about it. I want to talk about this whole renaming bit and, um, you know, is, is, what do you think about this, Daryl? Big move. Um, just on the mobile app front, uh, I was using the combined office app for a little while, um, but doesn't do a great job with mixed accounts if you're using multiple accounts um had trouble with that but um yeah just i, I know like also over time w when we talk about office 365 versus microsoft 365 one included office and and the office services one included windows and windows 365 and now it's all like well well, well what um i guess it's all about positioning for what's coming next. Um, these are the services, uh, and I guess we just have to get used to it. Uh, yeah, and I wonder too, like, what the future is for even the apps themselves, because we see a trend, or we, rather we see uh, the work going into making Outlook um, beginning to be off just one code base, same as Office Online, um, Outlook Online, mm -hmm. um, but maybe we'll be seeing a similar thing with with Word and Excel and PowerPoint and yeah, I progressive mean, web app. I think um, you're right. You know, Office.com has, um, and they started to do it, and now you're going to see even more of this. It's going to be more about more than just Office documents, right? It's going to be more than just documents. It's going to be about information um, and surfacing content that's mm. not just documents to you. Um, so I get it. You know, they're they're trying to expand it. Um, I don't know. At, right now, I mean, I get it. I understand it, but I don't like it. So, right. I, and that's okay, right? You can understand something and still this, you know. I don't know about disagreeing. Uh, I don't know. It seems kind of strong. I just don't, I don't really like the change, but um, I'm sure we'll get used to it and we'll see these new features and go, Oh, this is awesome. Remember that? Remember when this used to be office.com and then, you know, all half the people won't even remember that. So, um, yeah. 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 Well, there's, there's a lot more coming to the Microsoft 365 space uh, so that i think that's the confusion there too for those of us that have spent a good time trying to explain this is office these are the microsoft 365 services this is the software this is the service um but it's all becoming service indeed yeah well daniel that was uh that was quite a roundup of um, yeah <laughs> content i know there was a lot more we could have said but we do have to you know leave some of it up to up to um up to you up to you audience yeah that's, <laughs> that's what i was looking for don't forget people though to to follow us on the socials at 365 mcs on twitter and instagram and linkedin and tiktok and uh, all the places we are there um facebook 
make sure you connect with us. We'd love to have you follow us, but, but not just follow us, um, do some interaction, you know, mention us, tell us what you thought about one or many or uh, a few or whatever of the updates this week and Hmm. express your opinion. We'd love to have a conversation with you and, and amplify you in the social space. So uh, make sure you do uh, reach out. We'd love to uh, uh, interact with you. Yeah, and look, we also appreciate the comments on the videos afterwards as well. Um, Really cool to see that. Uh, And thank you all for following us over here to the new channel. We had a a good showing, a good viewing, and a lot of people Mm -hmm. liking what we we continue to to produce. So we'll keep doing that. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And and for all you audio listeners, keep keep uh, sharing uh, the audio podcast. Let people know that uh, they can consume the podcast wherever they find their podcast. I love the way you say that. Like, just so on brand. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Bye for now.